Hello, my virtual friends. It's Father Dyer again. I, uh, what follows is a homily I gave at the school mass on, well, last Friday, the 48th anniversary of the legalization of abortion in our country. I had not planned to uh, post uh, this homily. I just only asked it to be recorded just in case um, someone got mad at me. I could prove to them uh, what I actually said and not what they thought I said. You never know what comes out of my mouth uh, sometimes. Anyway, I just feel called on this um, Friday, uh, the 29th, that we were scheduled to uh, march peacefully in protest against uh, the sin of abortion, uh, the tragedy that so many children die in their mother's wombs. Each year, um, while most do not um, seem to care, uh, not just about the children, but about their mothers who are so damaged uh, by uh, this terrible and unjust law, uh, the fathers, uh, such cowards, many of them, I, I'm sorry to say, uh, uh, just uh, not even, well, not being a man, not uh, helping their uh, wives, girlfriends um, to, uh, to be strong and to uh, find hope. You know, we will be surprised by grace is this podcast's name. At some point, uh, this unjust law will be overturned. There uh, will ultimately uh, be justice in the end and true and everlasting peace and joy. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this podcast, um, uh, this homily, and I pray that you are uh, praying each day and doing what we can to help women recognize that there is always reason for hope. There is always a uh, better choice and uh, that we are there to lend a helping hand and a um, access to God's true and everlasting peace, joy, and mercy, and love. Amen. Sorry, uh, friends, just uh, two more quick points I forgot to make. I, I begin the homily with 30 minutes of silence uh, for a particular reason. Uh, so you'll see that. Don't, well, if you don't have time, just fast forward 30 seconds. And secondly, at the end of my uh, homily, uh, there will be a song. Um, I'm not big, big into rap music, but Flipside, F-L-I-P-S-Y-D-E, had a song named Happy Birthday, and you get about a 30-second clip of that song. I would encourage you to um, just go to YouTube and um, play the whole song, Happy Birthday by Flipside. See ya. My friends, that was about 30 seconds. Every 30 seconds in our country, a child dies in the womb of her or his mother. Uh, that is an awkward moment of silence for us. But too often, my friends, our country just simply moves on as if nothing happened. A life is terminated. You are such innocent little children. I don't want to uh, 
express the uh, true reality of abortion. It's just too much, really, for your young ears to understand, to comprehend how depraved our human condition can be sometimes. This little baby is my little reminder I carried in my pocket, 10 to 12 weeks old. Most women don't even know they're pregnant before their child has a heartbeat. This must end. We wear white in this holy mask because you are our hope. Your generation, please God, we don't have to wait that long, but please be men and women of hope, men and women of hope that will bring, please God, an end to this holocaust. Dr. Peter Kreef says abortion is the Antichrist's demonic parody of the Eucharist. This is why it uses the same holy words, this is my body, with the blasphemy opposite meaning. What we celebrate here in this Holy Mass, my friends, is the reality of God's love for us. That there are no circumstances ever, no circumstance that the Lord cannot overcome with his love and his mercy including those who have made such poor choices in the past. It's so beautiful that we celebrate this Holy Mass with these flowers here, a reminder of the Christmas season. You know, traditionally the Christmas season ended on February 2nd. We celebrate it because we love the incarnation. We love the reality that God came into our midst. Yet the abortion industry desires to snuff out the very life that we celebrate here in this Holy Mass. You know, we celebrated the uh, new president on Wednesday, and he spoke of unity. My friends, there is no unity without truth. President Biden was elected to public service on January 3rd, 1973, 19 days later, Roe v. Wade was enacted by the Supreme Court legalizing abortion. It was not his fault. He had nothing to do with this law becoming, allowing women to terminate their pregnancies, to kill their son or daughter. But he's had almost 50 years to do something about it. For eight years as part of the Obama administration, he became the most pro-death administration in the history of our country. And we have elected him now to the highest office. He's already moving forward to do things he had promised us when he was running for president to do. That is kill more babies. That is make me and your parents pay for it with taxpayer funded abortion. He is already moving in that direction two days into his administration. Yet some will call him a devout Catholic. Nothing could be further from the truth. If you were to come to this church in this Holy Mass, neither me nor Father Kleinman would give him the Eucharist. He is not a devout Catholic. He is, of course, a Catholic, but he has moved away from truth, beauty, and goodness. And the unity he seeks is lies. The unity he seeks is not truth, beauty, or goodness. I reject it at its very foundation. I pray that you too reject it. You have people in your lives, adults sadly, perhaps even in our school, that will tell you that he is pro-life. Nothing can be further from the truth.
He's expanding abortion two days into his administration. My friends, we must be men, women, children of hope, of hope and faith and love. This will end someday. We must be on the side of goodness. We must be on the side of truth. We must be on the side of grace. Let us reach out to those in our lives that do not share our belief, our belief in the sanctity of human life from its very beginning. Science tells us at the very moment of conception, we have a complete set of DNA. Many will look past science. They use science to speak about global warming, but when they speak about the truth of life beginning at the very moment of conception, they reject science. Science is clear. My friends, if that is a life, it is, not, it is no longer the mother's choice. It is her burden sometimes to have to carry this child to term. And that is why we always must look to the mothers with love and mercy. Always mercy. So often they are in this situation, perhaps not because of their fault, because uh, of some, somebody else is forcing himself on her. And we must treat these women with compassion and love. But making a poor choice is not going to help her situation. I've met these women. They live and hate themselves the rest of their lives. Let us help these mothers to make the right choice. Let us show them a church of love and mercy. Let us help them make the right choice and be open to them. Perhaps if they've made poor choices in the past, let us help them to heal by seeking the mercy of God in the confessional, by seeking the necessary healing in all the sacraments. My friends, we are in a battle for our salvation as individuals. We're also in battle for the salvation of our very country. Uh, we are on the front lines and we cannot rest. Rest is for heaven. I hope you are with me. If you're not, uh, well, I, I feel sorry for you. I will pray for your salvation and may God be praised. Amen.